Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. It's another day. It's another episode of your daily scrum with professional scrum trainers, Ryan Ripley and Todd Miller. Todd, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I love this board that you've set up. We're going to jump right into it, right? No messing about today. No chit chat, no banter, all business. Cause that's what this, this, that's what this event is, Todd. It is all, all business. business. It is. How does the scrum team show up to the sprint review, Mr. Miller? You know, it was interesting as we were looking at this and having some conversations about it because we talk about the sprint review a lot from a product ownership perspective and a sticky note started falling on the board from this class. It really became quickly clear that there were more sticky notes in the product owners column here, Ryan. Yeah, it is. That's really my first observation with this. And we may add some more notes as we do this uh, this episode, right? But it's just, uh, just kind of interesting to think through the sprint review, right? The sprint review is, our, is a product focus. It's our ability to inspect uh, progress really towards a, the current active product goal and adapt the product backlog accordingly. We're creating transparency with the stakeholders and um, a lot of stuff going on here. But you know, maybe maybe let's start there. Let's start with what the product owner shows up with, how they show up to the sprint review. Uh, we have some notes here. What do you think, Ryan? What are you seeing? Yeah, I, I think the product owner first and foremost is showing up with uh, the current state of the product, right? Uh, this, hopefully, in the previous sprint, the sprint goal was achieved, an increment was uh, was created. It's it's perhaps it's a perhaps it's released, perhaps it's not. It should be usable um, and of high quality meets the definition of done. And so the product owner first and foremost should have that current state of the product, perhaps a uh, how it relates to the current product goal, right? Make sure that stakeholders are refreshed on the product goal, they're refreshed on the sprint goal, and the current state of the product uh, and how it relates to the, those two goals. I think that's first and foremost. Um, and then there should be this uh, idea of eliciting feedback. Let's get the feedback from the, the stakeholders, what's going on in the marketplace, how are they feeling about the product? What are they seeing? What's their data? Um, and after that, what I the next note that I really see here is aligning all that great feedback in the current state of the product and updating, uh, let me use a better word, adapting 
the product backlog based off of the market, the stakeholders, the current state of the product, um, the budgets, um, all of those things happening. So this collaborative work uh, as we try to understand our product and understand what's the next best thing to do, all of that learning goes right into the product backlog. That's where the adaptation happens. Mm -hmm. And so that we're set up uh, to hopefully do the next best thing in the next sprint. A lot of that, how do you know what the next best thing is? How do you know we're doing the right things? Well, we've got right there, the EBM dashboard. That should yeah. be a big discussion point too. What do you see, bud? Yeah, you know, I, I just like the idea of a product owner, you know, showing up here and talking about some things that are, are happening with the product from a consumer perspective, right? Yeah. Uh, there's just so much more that we need to talk about here and we need to create transparency to. And my eyes start thinking about the Scrum Master. My eyes are going a little bit towards the Scrum Master because um, really the Scrum Master needs to uphold Scrum in that they need to ensure that this event happens in an appropriate way that is encouraging all this inspection of all the things that the product owner could potentially bring to this event yep. um, and that the product backlog is properly adapted, right? So uh, they really are trying to uphold Scrum here. They may, they may talk about things fr from their perspective that happened during the sprint, I noticed the sprint goal in all three places here because I think that's universally what the Scrum team was was chasing this sprint. Uh, Scrum Master might even remind stakeholders why they're here. What are we yep. here for? You know, um, yeah, I think we 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 get caught in our Scrum bubble a little bit. Uh, I think it's good maybe to remind stakeholders this is the intent of this event, right? Uh, they may even, uh, uh, I, I would say this, the product owner could ensure the right people are there. So maybe that's part of it, right? Uh, but we could put that under both of them. Are the right people people here? Yeah, I think that's a big one for the Scrum Master, Todd. I also think there's there's probably some room for discussion from the Scrum Master about the effectiveness of the Scrum team during the sprint, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And and how would we know the effectiveness? Maybe we're pointing back to that EBM dashboard. Maybe that time to market, that ability to innovate. Those could be some really interesting topics there as well. But Scrum team effectiveness is really in that that Scrum master domain um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that takes us last to the developers, right? Um, yep. and, and last but not least, right? This is We're doing this in no particular order. Right, right. Everybody has equal weight and importance in this. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I do think it's good for developers to talk about the increment, what challenges they may have, what, what concerns yep. may have brought up during the sprint, maybe even demonstrate um, some of what happened, right? Uh, we talk about the sprint review. It's not just a demo because of all of this, right? People that call it a demo uh, are missing all of these things. And we probably are missing 30 sticky notes here, things that we yep. could talk about. Um, a lot of these sticky notes may emerge on the context of the situation you're in. Um, so I think the developers are, are really the builders. They're there. They're there to show their craftsmanship, to talk about challenges they had in building it, and then to show a little bit about what they built, right? Yeah, I also think developers who hear directly from users, like they, they it, there's just something meaningful about that. The 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 bidirectional discussions about features and and how something, if it was tweaked just a little bit, would save me so much more time. And it it builds like this i the, the sympathy between developers and and the users, which I think is really important. You know, mm -hmm. having that, you know, having having people that are using a product hear about the challenges of creating the product is important. Having the challenges of using the product being heard by the developers is really important. I mean, it builds that that sense of, of sympathy and collaboration and, and uh, togetherness that could be important. Um, I think when you've got the stakeholders gathered and there's a really big, nasty impediment, 
what a great time for a developer mm -hmm. to bring it forward and say, look, the build server is 10 years old. It fails all the time. It's down for days. We could get so much uh, more done if only there was an investment. Well, hopefully the people that have the, the pocketbook and the ability to help if the product owner has been unsuccessful to find funding, maybe some of those people can help as well. So I think this is a great opportunity just for everybody to learn what it takes to build the product. They could talk about quality. They could talk about the definition of done. They could remind the stakeholders what's involved in, in trying to release. There's all sorts of great opportunity here to really talk about how uh, the sausage is made, you know, to use uh, that terrible sounding analogy. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's just so much here and you're right. There's probably 30 notes we're missing. Yeah. You know, it just makes me think, and I think we're running out of time here. Uh, I think it would be good for us to do a follow-up episode on how well stakeholders show up to a sprint review. Yeah. Right. Um, because be that, that so, so we're talking about the scrum team here and that's the intent of this series. I think that I think I'll put on our uh, YDS backlog to talk about how, uh, how we, how we can work with stakeholders and encourage them to show up in a uh, sprint review. You know, I love it. How about all of you out there? Let us know in the in the comments. What have we missed? What are some of the notes that uh, that we should have put up here? What are some of your questions? What are your comments? Let us know about uh, how this this resonated with you. How do your sprint reviews go? And uh, yeah, let us know in the comments. We'd love to see your questions and uh, your experiences and your stories. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss the next iteration of this series. Uh, check out the socials. We're very active across social media. Uh, be sure to interact with us there as well. Check out the videos that are about to pop up. Boom, there they are. It's like magic. Uh, the, the algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. Watch as many as you need. Check those out. Read the description to learn more about us, our book, our classes. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some good things. Interact with your stakeholders. Learn a lot more about your product. Do something awesome your next sprint. We'll see you tomorrow. See you. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.